Welcome to the Bodega Cat Podcast with Christina Ng. Over the next hour, you'll hear from guest experts from a variety of different backgrounds with specialties pertaining to pets and humans alike. Now, here is Christina. Hi, everybody. This is Christina from the Podega Cat Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a special guest. Her name is Gina Griffiths, and I will be uh, reading her little bio, and then I'll let her kind of tell you um, where she, you know, add, if she wants to add any of uh, her, her bio or anything like that. So Gina Griffiths is a professional intuitive reader with 30 years experience. She reads for both people and animals and works by phone. Gina is a huge animal lover and enjoys helping both people and animals through her readings. During a reading, she does not use any work cards as higher spiritual guidance comes through to answer your questions. She's also a medium who can tune in to your loved ones who have crossed over, both people and animals. Originally from Los Angeles, California, Gina currently lives in Nashville, Tennessee with her five cats who runs the show. And isn't that true? <laughs> our cats do run our lives, don't we? Don't they, Gina? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, for sure, for sure. Gosh. Well, well thank, thank you so you much for, for joining. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Well, it was cool um, meeting you. Um, I'm just going to say how I, I found you through the uh, EE energy system I saw as I was looking at all the um, all the locations and everything I immediately saw oh she's got a, a cat place even though I'm not in California right now but so that's uh, how we met and um, like a soul sister here and a fellow animal lover here so um, I'm grateful and I think there's uh, a lot more cool things to come down the pike and um yeah so thank you for absolutely <laughs> absolutely i think uh you know this um i feel very excited because we're sort of like as we start our uh projects or whatever it is that we're doing um we're kind of finding our tribe along the way you know what i mean and uh, reconnecting, yeah. yeah, with people who we're supposed to. Now, for my audience who doesn't know, um, tell us a little bit in your own words, you know, your background, uh, where you where you were, how did you come to be an intuitive, and then uh, say a little bit about the EE system and what that is. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I... Um... Yeah, I didn't plan on being an intuitive, I guess, if you want to say it like that. Um, I always had an interest, I guess, in, I don't know, spiritual stuff. Um, I don't know, ghosts as a kid and um, just always had an interest in, in that realm. Um, and, of course, been a huge animal lover um, all my life. Uh, grew up with lots of animals around. Had a special horse that I had too. Of course, all the animals are special, but um, yeah. Um, I uh, gosh took a lot of classes. Um, 
um, I was a massage therapist, uh, and I was reading people's auras, and um, kind of uh, ended up transitioning kind of into doing readings. My body and my shoulders were starting to like, we can't do this massage therapy anymore. So I used to uh, do a lot of energy work and... um, you know, some of my clients, my massage clients, I'd be like, do you want a uh, reading? You know, I'd read the different colors in their aura. And some people thought it was weird, but some people liked it. Um, and um, so at that, you know, time, gosh, 30 years ago, I don't know, something like that. I was taking a lot of different um, classes. Um, also with the uh, animal communication, um, I had studied with Penelope Smith and Carol Gurney. They're kind of pioneers back back then. And um, also, Sarah um, Callahan, who I, I met more recently, I think she's now retired, but ooh, she makes me cry. She's such a beautiful, beautiful soul, too. So beautiful animal communicator. Um, wish I got to meet up with her a lot sooner, but... So, um, all of this, um, there's another lady that, that was fundamental for me and my, I guess my spiritual path. Um, her name was, uh, Katrina and, um, I took like weekly classes with her, um, reading auras and angels and, uh, and practiced, actually got to do some hands-on practice, which is really um, helpful, I think, for anybody in building their intuition to be able to um, be able to kind of say what they're getting and see if that means anything to people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, getting the confirmation. I think that's very helpful. So um, I would say kind of all of these things, Just I just kind of had a thirst for knowledge with that, and I'd say all these different um, classes and aspects of things kind of all kind of came together where I just ended up kind of doing readings, you know, full-time. Um, I also, um, you know, I, I mostly read for, for people, uh, you know, but I have a large majority that I read for animals, and um, I do a lot of mediumship too, um, you know, for people and animals too. So um, I know I'm kind of going all over the place. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I did have a, you know, a very special horse that um, was in my life for 25 years. And I think he was pretty fundamental with my animal c- communication looking back. Um, yeah, he came into my life when I was about 10, and um, like I said, had him for uh, 25 years, but he he went blind probably about four years after I got him, so I was pretty much his eyes, you know, for him, and would kind of squeeze him with my legs and lift up the reins, and he would kind of lift up his feet accordingly. He could maybe see maybe about ten percent out of one eye, but he was he was pretty much blind. So, um, you know, I'd ride him all over the place. I even um, uh, took him 
you know, we went to horse shows. We trailered out to horse shows. And one of our favorite classes was a um, trail obstacle course where you navigate a horse through obstacles like four tires lined up and you step through the tires or you go over little jumps or you go through gates and back around things. So that was always kind of our favorite class. So, mm-hmm. um, But I think my connection with him um, ugh, makes me teary-eyed. Um, was uh, very tight. Ooh, mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, That's okay. Yeah, and he um, he was with me. Um, you know, my my parents uh, were going through a divorce. I love my parents, and um, but you know, I think you know, I I just poured my heart and soul into him, and I guess I'm. I'm saying this that, you know, I understand the the love and the bond you know, people have with their animals. Mm. He was like your first <sighs> teacher, wasn't it? Yeah, he was I like think your he, original you know, teacher probably. Yeah. Yeah, he was you know, was you know, not any fancy kind of horse, but he was like large pony size 14 two, and he's just a good a good guy so yeah but um so sorry that's okay <laughs> um yeah i could feel his energy uh, he's he's here absolutely yeah. yeah 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 he's beautiful animal and speaking of that too i do believe that you know a lot of the animals you know will you know come back and reincarnate you know Mm-hmm. They can a lot of times with you know people again. So, um, yeah, I did. So. Yeah, I did a reading one time. Um, my one of my Akashic Records reading. By the way, you and I did a, a trade reading um, where we read. I read for your cat Sasha, who had uh, who has kidney disease and cancer, and she's going through mm-hmm. treatment right now. And then you gave a beautiful reading of my cat uh, Patty. Who's go- who's going through, or who did kind of went through um, some episodes of you know uh, digestive uh, stuff and vomiting and all that stuff, and it's a beautiful reading, I want to say, and you were pretty uh, right on in terms of um, how Patty is and what she, uh, you know, what her personality is and what she was thinking. So I wanted to thank you for that. Um, oh, well, thank yeah. you. And back at you for the beautiful reading you gave to me. Yeah, oh. it was awesome. So, thank you. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to say, you know, that animals, they um, they are our teachers and they help us, you know, we help each other uh, um, uh, evolve in terms of, you know, spiritually evolve. So I was doing a, a reading one time with a, a client and we tapped into one of her lifetimes. And it turns out that mm-hmm. she, in one of her past lives, she had a very, very difficult uh, life situation. And she was raising three kids by herself. I don't know what happened to the husband. But um, she was raising, raising three little kids by herself. And uh, in this lifetime, those three little kids came back as cats to help her. Wow. Yeah, it was a beautiful uh-huh. reading actually. But the they they made a pact that she would the cats would help her. They would reincarnate in this lifetime uh, as cats 
to help her um, with her spiritual purpose, with her life purpose. And I thought that was, you know, it, it, the relationship between humans and animals is so intimate on a spiritual level um, that I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people are talking about it. But yeah. anyways, yeah. No, so I just I, wanted I to totally kind of agree with that. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's always interesting looking at the the overlays with people and animals and the connections from other lifetimes and, and timelines, too, and the things that we're uh, learning or continuing to learn or, you know, how you can meet somebody in, like, five minutes, you feel like you've known them forever, mm-hmm. um, that, that soul connection and that instant bond you know, mm-hmm. very, you know, it can be very strong. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I really think, you know, cats and dogs are here to help humans evolve spiritually. You know, they teach us how to love and how to care and to, you know, think of someone other than ourselves, you know, because humans can be so self-centered. I know yeah. I am because I'm an only right. child. <laughs> Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're very unconditional. And I can't tell you how many and how many readings that I do even that, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, and nothing against people. I do love people. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, people are just, I just, I just want to be with my animals or, or like people that, People are more upset when their pet passes away than sometimes yeah. family members. I'm not making light of that at all, but you know, there's people are very, very, very bonded. Yeah, because of the unconditional love. So, yeah, yeah, that the animals have. Yeah, and what we're what we're learning from them, and they're learning from us. So it's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah, but it's very, very deep. So, yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to kind of, you know, uh, touch a little bit about um, what you are as a psychic intuitive and how that is different than other psychics or intuitives or readers out there, if there is a difference. Yeah, I, you know, was pondering that. And for me, I I don't, I kind of think of as intuitive and psychic is kind of the same, the same thing. Now, medium or mediumship is, you know, specifically tuning into, you know, beings that have crossed over, you know, passed away. So that, but um, as far as psychic or medium, I don't know, to me, I kind of see it the same, you know, pretty much, Um, you know, and then everybody, you know, obviously different readers read differently, you know, and and I, I always, I'm sidetracking here, but, you know, I always think it's good for people to, you know, trust how they feel and see, you know, how they're, who they're vibing with and, you know, and all of that, you know, do you, too, with things. Yeah. So do you have a, a ritual that you go through before you do your reading or do you just kind of? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I say a prayer and just align for the highest and greatest good you know for who i'm i'm reading with you know taking taking a moment to do that and um 
And then um, a lot of times um, with people, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll tell people I start out, I call it a blank slate and not know anything and see what comes in, you know, kind of do a short little reading with that. And um, you know, a lot of times uh, reading the colors and people's aura, um, everybody has an electromagnetic vibrational field that vibrates, you know, at color and um, color and frequency. And um, I, I tell people the colors basically um, have information, you know, about body, mind, and spirit. So um, I'll read that a lot of times. And, um, and then I hear things from um, the guides and angels, too, direct. I don't use any cards. So um, I'll hear things from them, you know, sometimes uh, will pop in. And then psychic stuff also kind of comes in. It's kind of like I turn on the, the TV, the, I guess the third eye, if you want to say, and, and look, um, and see what comes in. And, um, you know, then I always tell people, you know, if you have questions, you know, just to make sure people can get answered what they want, because sometimes what comes in isn't always their questions. A lot of times it is, but I always just tell people to, you know, make sure you have your questions down so we can you know, look into what you want to look at. Um, and it's kind of looking at the bigger, you know, the bigger picture, you know, of things. Um, but now, yeah. With, all, yeah, with all the readings that you've done, is there like a common theme that animals have or message uh, maybe for the human owners? Hmm. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, with the animals, let's see, I think they, I think they, um, you know, just want to be present and connect, you know, with, with people, um, and I know we're, you know, we can be busy and on the go, you know, but sometimes just really just sitting with them and being open and present and connecting. I mean, I just, I think that's part of their healing that they, you know, that they bring into. Um, and, you know, and also, you know, they're in our environment too. So, you know, and they can, this isn't to make people feel guilty because we all go through stuff, but, you know, they can pick up, you know, on our stuff, you know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like, I, I play music for my cats. I mean, of course, it's good for me, too, but um, they really, you know, they really like that nice, peaceful music, I think, is you know, good for them. Um, so, um, Especially yeah. cats, they like the calmness. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They don't like loud noises. I, I know my cats doesn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're. I think they're like. I could be wrong with this, but I thought I heard they're like their ears are like ten times as sensitive or something. That's what I heard too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think sometimes people might not realize that their stresses may be affecting you know the animals, you know, the animals too. So it helps us to kind of be mindful of how we're feeling in our energy, you know, and also helps our our animals too, you know. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Well, I always thought that, you know, cats are master healers and master meditators because if you look at them, they look like they're sleeping, but they're really not, you know, (laughs) because when you walk up to them or start petting them, they would kind of open their eyes and they're not really sleeping deep, you know what I mean? And then um, with their purring, they said, people say there's a frequency to healing and that's the healing. The purr is a healing frequency. So they really absorb some of our humans' um, uh, emotions and stress and, you know, everything else that we go through every day. And they kind of, which is probably why they sleep so much, because when you sleep is when you heal, because um, you're not you're not expending energy doing other stuff, uh, other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I just heard, yeah, with the purring with what you said, it was some scientific thing where, yeah, their purring frequency like heals like tissue, muscle tissue and bone. I mean, I I hadn't heard that exactly, but yeah, I thought, well, that's that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I'm not a scientist, but that kind of makes sense uh if you study um frequency and vibration. I mean, Nikola Tesla says if you want to understand the universe, you know, just study vibration, frequency, and energy. And that's right. part of the yeah. process. Yeah. And the exciting time going on right now, I think we're right on the, you know, like we're right on the, the verge of technology I'm going to say becoming more mainstream. It's I think it's been around. I mean, it has been around for a long time. It's just been, you know, with, withheld. I don't know. You know. Yeah, it's uh, just been hidden. Yeah, and I agree. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been around for a long time. I mean, I was a hospice nurse for over 25 years, and so that got me interested in the alternative uh, field, medicine, oh. because you know I see my patients come in the treatment that they had was oftentimes worse (laughs) than the diagnosis itself. And I had a conversation with my um, coworker one night because I used to work night shift. And she's like, Christina, you know, look around. Everybody's dying. This is the norm. And I remember thinking, it doesn't have to be that way, right? Uh, Just because that's what's happening around us. So that kind of got me into, uh, you know, researching uh, the alternative medicine part, you know, essential oils and, and uh, you know, energy and all that kind of stuff. And actually, it's been out there. The, um, yeah. the uh, oh, what's the word I want? Rife? Yeah, like rife machine and things like that. But it's been out there. It's just people yeah. just have to dig it. You know, it's like a treasure hunt. You got to right. dig into it. Yeah, now it's just more well, they, out in yeah, the open. They, they kill people that get stuff out there, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. you know, the healing technologies. I mean, they oh. off these people, sorry to say, but, you know, they don't want this stuff out there. But I think we're at a turning point right now that's, I think, very exciting that this stuff is more coming out. I really think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be in the, it's going to be normal you know, in the future here, we're just right kind of on the cutting edge of this stuff, you know, even though it's already out here, you know, right. So. right. Yeah. 
So with that, let's segment into the EE system. I know you kind of talked about a little bit in the beginning of the podcast. So um, maybe you could say, uh, explain a little bit what the EE system is, uh, according to your understanding um, and how you came into it. Yeah. 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 How did I, I think I saw, so uh, Dr. Sandra Michael Rose is the, you know, probably a lot of people listening might already know. I don't know. Um, she was the inventor of this. Um, God, I hope I'm saying all this right. <laughs> um, but somehow I came okay. across one of her videos somewhere, and um, I don't, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Something just felt right with the technology. So, and I just heard more and more people. Uh, talking about it. So it's, and you may need to help me with this, scalar, scalar mm-hmm. wave frequency with also um, photonic light. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it just, uh, they say, they make claims it doesn't, you know, they have to dance all around that stuff, but it basically, uh, I think she said it's like a battery or something. <laughs> well, what um, my understanding is scalar waves are fifth dimensional uh, wave um, frequencies, which is mm-hmm. beyond the senses. So we have our five senses, right? Taste, touch, feel, whatever sight. Um, so scalar is beyond that. So that would tap into the intuitive side. Uh, this is my understanding, at least. And what Dr. Sandra Rose Michael did, she was the inventor of the EE system. And she incorporates uh, a lot of the, uh, she incorporates light energy, which is photon, another word for photon, um, incorporates the scalar wave technology. Uh, but she also incorporates a lot of the other stuff like grounding frequency, Schumann frequency, um, you know, those uh, echo, echo something like for whales and and uh, dolphin frequency. Those are healing frequencies as well. Uh, and many other stuff in there. Um, so it, I think it really incorporates a whole gamut of healing, uh, if you look at it, which is, I think, amazing. Um, but anyways, yes, and yeah. she has she had an interview with a YouTuber YouTuber called Jason Shurka. And um, yeah, and their interview was pretty viral, went viral and exploded. Yeah. So with right. the system, yeah. yeah, and it's amazing that you're in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm in Los Angeles, California, and we were able to hook up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, well, definitely, because you, you know, with the cat, you had a cat center. You were like the only one that I was scouring everything. Looking, well, I was waiting for the place in Nashville to open, which they just did in November. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but you were the only full-on animal place. So I was like, yippee. So I contacted you right away, even though I don't live there. But, you know, so, but, yeah, I do think that, no, I think animal lovers and, you know, I think we're going to find each other and and help to you know, bring forward more 
you know, more healing for the animals, too, for sure. You know, obviously, and people, mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think animals are, it's time, it's time they have their time. <laughs> because they, yeah. you know, they can't speak, they don't have a voice. And so they really rely on their humans, on us, to take care of them, speak for them, you know, things like that. So, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, just like we were saying, too, I think there's not a lot of, um, I don't, there's, there's not a lot of, I don't know, testimonials or a lot of information about, like, this healing technology out there, you know, with animals. I mean, really for people, too. I mean, there, it's just kind of getting off the ground. I mean, it's already been off the ground, but, you know, I think getting more information out there, so... Mm -hmm. kind of feel like I'm, I don't know, I don't want to say grasping for straws, but trying to figure out what to, you know, kind of figure out what to do sometimes with stuff. I don't know if that makes sense, kind of. Yeah, that's what pioneers do. Yeah, yeah. Trial and error. yeah. Yeah, pioneering this time right now, which, you know, it's exciting too. So, you know more more people you know coming together so absolutely yeah so since yeah. we're starting a new year what do you see in uh 2024 uh gosh i just i think you know i just i think it 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 feels like i mean obviously i guess this is a no-brainer there's going to be a lot of change going on i think i think I think a lot more people are waking up more to stuff with what's going on, but I think people are going to be surprised with a lot of stuff. Um, I just, I think, yeah, I just think we're in for some new, um, the words out, um, I don't want to say out with the old and with the new, it's not that simple at all, but I think we're, we're just moving into to new times. What, you think- how, what are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that, with how, I mean, all the multi-layered of what's yeah. going on in the world, like behind the, behind the scenes that I don't know, a lot of people don't see what's going on. So I sometimes get tongue-tied trying to yeah. go there. It, yeah. it, it's hard to say, but I, I can certainly feel that this 2024 is going to be pretty explosive, whatever that might look like. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, as, as a reader, I, you know, my, my message or my higher soul's message has always been being in the present than here and now, because that's where your power is. That's where the past, present and future is, is the here and now. And so whatever it is that is happening externally, um, it it may or may not affect you, but, you know, we still don't see the whole picture. You know, whatever information that comes in, it's still a small, little, small piece of a big, much bigger picture. And so, you know, for me, I've been, I kind of make it a point to stay grounded and to um, focus on what it is that I'm supposed to be doing in this lifetime and to pursue that purpose 
whatever that may look like. Um, but, you know, I get a feeling that 2024, like I said, it's going to be very explosive. I think there's going to be a lot more information that's going to come out um, that we may not know of. Uh, and in a way, it's kind of exciting. It's just kind of just waiting yeah. to see what unfolds and kind of just watching it like a movie and say, oh, that's interesting. And, oh, that's interesting, too. <laughs> yeah, I I think it'll be positive. It, it's going to be I think there's going to be a lot of positive things that are going to come from it. You I think know? so. Too. so and yeah. Like you say, like. Now, even though we might be going through a rumbly time, you know, to keep that focus on, you know, what we're wanting to bring forward and not getting derailed while we're, you know, going through and anchoring in these, you know, these positive focus, yeah, energies. So, yeah, and we've, you know, we've got a ton of help, I think, you know, off-planet help, too, I mean, you know. So I think, I think I, I am really actually kind of interest, interested. Yeah, I am interested. I'm excited, too, about everything, too. So, um, yeah, I, I know that's why I came in at this time. I mean, I, I know that right now. So it's, I, it's like I know what I'm doing, even though I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if that makes sense, kind of. But, yeah. you know, grounding in and keeping open and, you know, to see what the next, not the next move is, kind of, but, you know, positive. Yeah, well, what the next move for us is in terms of our purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I, this is, I think this is just the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are, you know, we I talked about tribe earlier. Uh, like, I'm sure you and me have shared past lifetimes before. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we will f- we'll find others as I, <laughs> you know, as we oh, go yeah. on this journey. And uh, yeah, so it's like, it, to me, it's like an adventure, you know. It, it is, um, yeah. It's kind of like connect the connect the dots, kind of, and yeah. And the feeling behind it is just so freeing and open. I, I don't know, moving forward with things. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Kind of, it's like a bright yeah, future. Connecting with what's that? Like a bright, uh, bright future. Yeah. 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 I remember my teacher uh, once said. And he's he's a sat guru when he was born, which means he's already uh, highly spiritually evolved. Um, and he was the founder of Pranic Healing, uh, which was which was oh. my background. And I remember him saying, "I wasn't there. I just heard it from his students." That he said, "You know, the Great Awakening, the Golden Age, uh, you know, the Aquarius Age is coming." And he said, "There's a lot of uh, higher beings who are excited to come back." <laughs> to earth to kind of help along. Uh, and so I was wondering, you know, he left his body in 2007. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering, wow, would he be wanting to come back and, you know, be a spiritual guide to humanity at this time? I don't know. I was just thinking out loud, but I thought that was an interesting comment that he that he made. Wow. Yeah. Why well, don't I very well, you know, very well could, you know. Yeah. 
So yeah. I, I think for me, if higher beings are excited to be coming to Earth, I think that's something that should say something. <laughs> something yeah. That, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 mind blowing to look at like the level of like enslavement that we've been in and since it's just been such a slow progression we just think it's normal you know yeah you know i have this years yeah absolutely and there's so many different layers to it um yeah it's just absolutely interesting i had this uh I was meditating one time. This was many years ago. And I don't know if you want to call it imagery or vision, but I had this image of uh, a bunch of angels looking at discs. There's this discs in the middle of the room, big discs. And these angels are just looking at these discs, just watching it. And all of a sudden, these discs started popping, like pop, 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 and light started coming out. And as the light as the disc popped and the lights came out, the angels just kind of flew away. And it's almost like they were um, kind of waiting for that disc to open uh, for their assignment. <laughs> and it sort, oh, of feels, yeah. Yeah, it sort of feels like that as I kind of watch the political climate and what's going on, both in the spiritual field and all the you know, geopolitical field. That kind of reminded me of that you know, that there are different layers of things that are happening. And as as one disc opens and light comes up, another disc, you know, another disc will open and more light comes up and on and on and on and on. So I thought that was a very interesting imagery that I had. It was like six, seven years ago. I still remember very clearly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How everything's so connected. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've yeah. learned how the universe, you know, that the universe, e- everything will happen the way it's supposed to happen at the time it's supposed to happen. So, you know, a lot of the geopolitical stuff, people are frustrated, they're angry and, mm-hmm. you know, but I've learned that universe has their time. And when things when it's when it's supposed to happen, it'll happen very quickly, very swiftly, very effortlessly, and that's that's my experience with how the universe works. So yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot of people that are whoa, you know, <laughs> but it's it's true. Yeah, everything in good good timing. My guides have said for years their famous words: relax and relax more. I mean, they say that like all the time. That's beautiful. Know? I like years that. Years go on. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of comedy, not comedy hour, but they're always. Yeah, they. Are. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. they do have a sense of humor, don't they? Oh yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that relax and relax more as the years go on. It's like, wow, that really makes sense. You know, the more relaxed and open we are, yeah, like you say, you can be more present, more grounded, more open. You're in the flow. You're in that. Mm-hmm know that connection and that's that's how we bring the light in you know we can't bring the light in if we're all tensed up and stressed out right yeah and that in in readings too i think really helps get 
people back connected into their their soul. Like I'll mm-hmm. say, people have kind of their own signature frequency. Kind of everybody has the way I don't know their own unique frequency. But yeah, I know I'm kind of backtracking a little bit. But speaking of that, yeah, like the readings I think help people get or any reading. You know, I mean. I would mm-hmm. imagine too can help people get back into that. You now that soul connection that we're so programmed, like don't connect or that stuff's not real or, you know, people mm-hmm. get off their center and that, you know, all the anxiety, I think you were saying that earlier too, you know, so. Yeah. Well, and, I know. You know, I mean, obviously meditation, you know, I mean, anything, right. you know, sitting with your pet, yeah, right. sitting out on the ground and, yeah, right. all of that stuff. Yeah. Pet, petting your cat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are yeah, days where I, I could sleep, I stay in my bed all day just pet, pet my cat and not oh, let and not get yeah. anything done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I sit down, I'm like a cat couch, so. I know. But. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty cool. Well, I know I asked you some questions. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't touched on? Um, well, no, I know we were you you know, talking a little bit about pet food and stuff before we got on. And you know, I I just that's another thing I'd I'd like well, I'd really like to have some no, we were kind of joking too. Like, I mean, cat food that all of the cats would like to eat—that's <laughs> healthy, you know. I mean, it's like a full-time job trying to feed a cat, you know. I know. Oh, I like it. I don't like it, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm, and I do feel hopeful with things, you know, with what's mm. coming down the pike, just for the animals, and you know, with these healing technologies with, mm-hmm. you know, better pet food for the animals. Um, and I, I, I know there, there, you know, there is some out there, but one um, with that, just, I, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for some, some more positive changes coming down the pike for the, for the pets and their well-being overall. Yeah, it is. It is something that I know you and I talked about because uh, my my cat's pretty picky, very picky. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I think, I, you know, I think she was like a chef or something in her past lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> she like eats like something the gourmet. Yeah. gourmet stuff. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's not easy feeding the cat. Yeah, so. Yeah. It would be nice to have like one type of food that they like all the time, but I don't know if that's going to oh, happen. Gosh. They're so picky. yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I, some somewhere that would be awesome. Like really super healthy food that you can just put it down and up. Oh, we're yeah, we're all eating it. You know, that would be. That you would might be need amazing. to do a menu, like what we do with humans, like a menu every week yeah, or something. And yeah, maybe the replicators will do that oh. or the cat food or something i don't know I don't oh know yeah how things are gonna work but <laughs> I, i'm excited about that <laughs> the replicator yeah i'm waiting for that to yeah. come out yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, in the meantime, they sure are teaching us to, you know, do our own research for them and all that stuff. So I think yeah. it's, a, it's a learning experience for us. I, for me, it's a lesson of patience. <laughs> learning. Oh, yeah. Patient, you know? That's huge. It yeah. is huge. Yeah. 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 It's it's hard to not be, you know, worried about them. Um, you know, yeah. With, I don't know, with, with all of the, the toxic stuff out there affecting the animals. So it's, it's, you know, it's hard, you know, when they get sick from stuff. And, yeah. And I, I just, I, I never. That I guess in my soul, I don't know. I don't know if it's just I'm tapping into other places or something too. But it's just I know all this sickness and disease doesn't need to be happening, you know. But I guess that's whatever we're moving through now. So, like you say, mm -hmm. being patient, you know. But mm -hmm. you know, I have faith in stuff. So, yeah. Well, I'll say this: it sure has keep us uh, keep us on our toes. In terms of, yeah. you know, like before, I wouldn't be reading labels. Now I got to read labels, you know. Yeah. Um, a little bit more Absolutely. mindful about reading labels, I should say. Um, yeah. And also doing my research and not just listening to other people. I think it certainly has taught me a lot. Um, and, you know, like the Eastern philosophy, you have the yin and the yang. You need the dark in order to understand, you have to understand the dark in order to appreciate the light. So there is yeah. that dance or dichotomy between the two. So I, I kind of see that, uh, you know, in my everyday life, in whatever situation comes up. So. Yeah, that's very, that's very true. And I know it's a lot finding that, that line sometimes, like, I mean, there's just, there's so much heaviness and suppression and stuck energy that, you know, that, you know, my readings too, I mean, seeing how people are feeling and a lot of times people, and you probably notice this too, I mean, people might think they're the only ones that are feeling this, but it's like, no, there's a lot of other people <laughs> that mm -hmm. are feeling that, you know, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, sometimes I think it it's it's helpful to know for people that they're not the only ones that are going through, you mm -hmm. know, going through stuff too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think community is important because you have that support. Yes, you know, whatever that might yeah. look like, whether it's Zoom or or yeah, in person that's, or whatever it is. Yeah, that's a huge. That's a huge point that people that are, you know, tapped in with their intuition, they really need to have kind of like-minded support because I think that's really helpful for people. Mm -hmm. Not feeling alone because I notice that a lot. People feel like I'm the black sheep in the family and nobody gets gets me, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I hear that yeah. like constantly, <laughs> you know, so that's like normal, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but people, I, I think, I think too that, you know, 
people, what I hear, I'm just throwing out like some intuitive stuff. What I hear a lot with people, like even in the readings, like people are like, well, that, that just confirms, you know, how I was feeling. So, you know, people are really already naturally, you know, tuned in already. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody gets their intuition different. You know, some people may see, may hear, feel, know, you know, and it's all the same. You know, some people think, well, if I don't hear it or see it, then that's not as good or something like that. But that's just, you know, Mm -hmm. however you're getting it is how you get it. And that's, it's perfect. And some people might get a few areas, but I think one of the really helpful things is, you know, even if you have a friend who's like intuitive, and I used to do this with another psychic friend of mine, I mean, like years ago, we would just throw questions back and forth to each other, but, you know, using your intuition rather than your your mind, you know, Mm -hmm. but just having somebody to bounce off stuff is really helpful to, it's like exercise, you know, you build your muscle, you build your muscle intuitively too. So, Mm -hmm. um, that's what I would, I'd really say to people to, to really trust yourself. You know, a lot of times people, oh, I should have listened to that, you know, that feeling, you know, that gut, that gut feeling, you know, but I kind of overrided it you know, mm-hmm. and especially up and coming in the coming times, I think people really need to be tuned into what they're feeling. It doesn't matter what anybody else is saying. I think you need to tune in to and really trust and navigate from that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's why coming. people are so all over the place. You know, they listen yeah. to different people, different podcasters and get, you know, conflicted information and they're just like pulling their hair out it's like who do i believe well believe in yourself you know you have your you got your spiritual connection to the divine within yourself right there you got all the answers there yeah yeah and i also this is just reminding me of things now several people i noticed like why they're trying to develop their intuition you know they'll read things or some teachers will say you have to exactly do it like this or it'll be wrong Mm. (laughs) you know and you like I don't think you have to follow an exact formula with things I always tell people take what feels right and throw out the rest you know Mm. um but to really you know again like to trust yourself because I can't tell somebody how to be intuitive like some people may hear I don't know, bells or whistles or some somebody may see lights, somebody might get a feeling in their stomach or they might get a chill on their shoulder, like how they get their confirmation or their intuition. So you can't really tell somebody how to be intuitive. It's something you kind of have to practice and kind of keep working with. It's a muscle, just like any other muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's why having, you know, supportive, you know, like-minded yeah. people around, I Well, Gina, I think we're at our three-minute mark, and it's been a wonderful talk um, connecting with you. Do you have any last words of wisdom for our audience and maybe where to find you? Um, Yeah, let's see here. Uh, Well, my website is 
uh, readings by Gina, G-I-N-A dot com. It's all one word, readings by Gina. Um, that's probably the best place. I, I'm not on any social media right now. I kind of live in a cave kind of, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that has my, uh, phone number on there. Um, so that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, let's see here. Um, words of wisdom. I'm just hearing the guides are saying, love your pets. Well, we know that all the people listening to this are pet lovers. I'm sure so, um, yeah, I'm just hearing just good things to come and trust trust yourself and um, and and like you say, be really present with your pet. Mm. Yeah. How about you? Any words of wisdom for final? Mm, I I'd say thank your pet every day. Hug them, love them. I say I love you to yeah. my cat every day. You know, and appreciate them for who they are. And uh, thank yeah. you for thank them for being our teacher. I think they are our greatest teacher. Um, so, yeah, I think that's huge. yeah, that's huge. It is huge. Well, Gina, thank you again for coming on and being my first guest. And uh, yeah, we'll keep in thank touch. You. I'm, I'm sure honored. you and I will have yeah. I'm yeah, sure you well, and I will I'm continue sure. to. Absolutely, yeah. See what rolls down the pike here. That's I'm right. I'm all excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gina. Much all love to you friends. and Sasha and, yeah, and all your little kitties. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and uh, Patty and, oh, my gosh, what's your boy's name? Theodore. <laughs> Theodore. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So yeah. Cute. Yeah. So cute. All right, Gina. Okay, thank all you right, so much. You and this Alrighty. is Christina from the Podega Cat Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll have another episode next month. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now. Thanks for tuning in to the Bodega Cat Podcast. Your host, Christina Ng, will join you here again next month. Until then, have a beautiful month.